Jennifer J, the Premier VA. I consult with business owners to set up the proper systems and automations for their business so that they can grow and scale their businesses with systems and automations. I do it because there was a gap in the industry and most business owners didn't start their businesses to set up systems and automations, nor do they know how. That's where I come in at. And here lies the System Situation Podcast. We will be bringing to you everything systems and automations. New episodes drop every Friday. So tune in to the Systems Situation Podcast. For those of you who do not know me, my name is Jennifer J. I am the Premier VA. I consult with business owners to ensure they are setting up the proper systems and automations in their businesses so they can grow and scale their business with systems and automations, okay? I do it because there was a gap in the industry and most business owners did not start their business to set up systems, nor do they know how, or some just frankly don't want to, okay? And so we're going to unpack Are your systems ready for the holidays, okay? And this comes because of data that I have uncovered over the years of working with clients and noticing that there are things that they're not thinking about that happen and then it becomes an emergency, right? It becomes an emergency, like maybe you launch something and you don't have everything connected, Um, So what we're going to unpack today is how not to have that happen, okay? So the first thing we want to talk about is your website, okay? So with your website, the things that you need to think about for your website is, is it organized? Can people come to your website and know immediately where to go. So if they're looking for something or you sent them to your website, can they come to that website and immediately get to what they're looking for? If not, you need to look at that and review it and think about, okay, why is it not, um, why is it not organized? Also, I would recommend having a couple people go to your website that's going to give you an honest opinion and say, listen, go to my website and tell me if it was easy to navigate. Tell me if you were able to get right to where I sent you to. Okay. Next, you want to make sure if it's legally compliant. So I had a beautiful conversation with a business attorney who brought to my attention that a lot of things in that we have this out here aren't legally compliant. And there are things that we need to make sure that we have on our websites that could be the doom of our business, right? Like you have to have a privacy policy. You have to have terms and conditions. So these things are so super important that We don't think about them because we're thinking about, listen, I want to get this up and running. So you want to make sure your website is legally compliant. 
okay, and you have a privacy policy, you have terms and conditions on there. And don't just go copy and paste somebody else's terms and conditions because you don't even know if theirs are legally compliant. Take the money and go pay an attorney to do them so that you know that you are covered because you don't want to get into a place where you're making all of this money and it's just shot down because somebody sent your website to the attorney general and now you're in trouble, okay? And you owe a fine. So make sure it's legally compliant. Next, make sure your website is able to capture emails. Can you capture emails from your website? Okay. Can people put in their email address to get a discount, to get your free offer, to subscribe to your offer, and it goes somewhere? <clears throat> a lot of people have websites built and everything is not connected. There's a subscribe button, there's a subscribe bar, but there's nothing on the back end. So usually when I ask people, well, where does this subscribe button go? Where where do they go after they hit subscribe? Because I subscribed and I didn't get anything back. Most people don't understand that that needs to be connected to something. You need to have your subscribe connected to something, okay? And so what is that supposed to be connected to? We're going to talk about that in one second. Also, do you have a lead to your offer? Can they click on your website and it leads into your offer, right? Can they go to your website to find everything that you offer? So in this day and age of digital of digital online business. Usually your website is what people go to if they don't go to your social media. And I am not saying that you have to have a website, but if you do have a website, these are the things that you need to check and make sure because as people come into contact with your content, they're going to go research you. If you do a Google search on me, all of my stuff is going to come up. My website, my Instagram, any funnels I have. If you look up the Premier VA, everything attached to that is going to come up. If you Google Jennifer J, that's what's going to come up. So you want to make sure that you have these things right so that people can go to your offers. Okay. So that was just your website. Next, we're going to talk about the email autoresponder, your email marketing platform, all right? And for those of you who are just joining, we are talking about are your systems ready for the holidays? This is the systems edition, okay? Now, your email autoresponder, number, number one, is it compliant? Is it legally compliant, okay? Is your email marketing system legally compliant, all right? No. Is it legally compliant? If it's not legally compliant, then you risk that system being shut down. You risk them halting 
everything you're sending. So could you imagine that you have a holiday campaign going out, you have sales going out and your email marketing platform is not sending anything because they want you to hop on the phone so they can verify that you're a real person and a real business. So you want to make sure that your email marketing platform is legally compliant. Okay. Number two on email marketing autoresponders. Are your automations working? Um, I talked about testing your systems. You have to test them. You can't just set them up and think that they're just going to work. You have to run a test through them. And what, and if you are a business that has a capacity, and I'm speaking thousands, if you have a business that has capacity over thousands, what the data has discovered to me is that testing 40 and 50 or testing one person does not yield the same results as testing 3,000, 4,000, 5,000, even 2,000 people coming through an automation. Things happen differently when you have volume. So if you're a business that you know you're going to have volume, you need to make sure that your system is ready for that, okay? Excuse me, especially your email marketing platform. Next, are you mapping out your strategy and your flows correctly? Are you mapping them out so that they're understandable? Are you mapping them out so that when you get them into the system, it makes sense? Someone else can follow it. Someone can jump in and help you. That was number three under email marketing platforms. Number four, is your email marketing platform plan up to date? If you forecasted that you will acquire maybe a thousand, let's just say a thousand, a thousand new subscribers to your email list based on whatever campaign you're going to be running. Do you have the plan to support that? Meaning if your email marketing plan is for 500, they're going to cap you at 500 and stop sending. So if you plan for a thousand, you need to go ahead and upgrade your email marketing plan. Now, that's not to say you're going to get that, but make sure that you are watching that during your campaigns because you don't want, again, your, your emails and your text messages to not go out because you didn't plan for all of these people to come in. Man, you can get up to three to 4,000 people coming in and your plan won't sustain it. So just make sure you are closely watching what you have coming in, okay? Make sure you're closely watching what you have coming in as your campaigns are running so that you can make sure that the capacity on the platform is able to support it, okay? Number four, number three system, appointment schedulers, okay? Number three system, appointment schedulers. 
Is your calendar connected to your appointment scheduler? But most important, is your calendar up to date? Right? Is your calendar up to date? I live and breathe by my calendar. If it's not on my calendar, it didn't happen. Even my family knows, like, let me send, I tell, even my kids, send me a calendar invite so it can block off my calendar. Why? Because my systems are automated. People have access to my appointment links. Anybody can book an appointment and take up that space. So if it's important, it would be on my calendar. Now, is your calendar up to date? Are you using your calendar in a manner that makes it easy for people to book with you and you not having to move appointments around or saying, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I have a scheduling conflict. I need to change um, your appointment. We don't want to do that. So make sure your calendar is connected to your appointment scheduler and make sure it's up to date. Make sure you're utilizing it. If you know that around the holidays that you have family coming in and you need to be there for family or you need to pick family up from an airport, whatever it is, your kids have a holiday show, you need to put that on your calendar and block off enough time so that it's not butted up against something else. So if you know the event is an hour, make sure that you're blocking off time before, time after to be able to get there and to be able to um, navigate during the event. You know, um, my kids are older now, but with their events, always after like the, the winter concerts and things like that, they always want, hey, mom, I want you to meet my friend and I want you to meet my friend's dad. I want you to meet my friend's mom. So you have to account for those things. All right. Because you got to be social. All right. As a parent. <laughs> right. Okay. Now, let's talk about the link to book your appointments. Is that link available and ready where people can just click it and go to it? Don't hide it. Put that thing everywhere. Make it where people can access you. Make it where people don't have to wait on you. Just like right now, I'm on live. You cannot, you can DM me. You don't have to because you have access to what I want you to have access to. So if I wanted you to book an appointment, you could just click a link and book an appointment. It's in any bio. Okay. So that's what we want to make sure that we're doing. We want to make sure that it's easy for people to book with us because what happens? A confused mind will not react. Okay. A confused mind will not act. They're just going to go somewhere else where it's easier. All right. So make sure that you're doing this audit and make sure that these things are easily accessible to your client base and your customer base. Okay. Now, are the proper automation set behind when someone books an appointment? Do you have the proper reminder set? Do you have the proper um, information set? Do you have the proper connections? I know for a fact in um, Acuity, if you create a new appointment that you must go back to your Zoom integration and add that appointment or else they won't have a Zoom link, right? Why do I know that? Because I made the mistake of doing it. So, 
I figured it out. But so now I'm telling you, right? So you have to make sure that you have the correct things attached to it. All right. Now let's talk about payment processors. Listen, you have to make sure that your payment processor is tight, meaning number one, legally compliant payment processing. You have to make sure your payment processor is legally compliant. All right. Okay. So if your payment processor is not legally compliant, what's going to happen? You get no money. Okay. You get no money because they can't verify you as a business. All right. So I'm talking to business owners, right? We're business owners. So make sure you're setting your payment processor up and it's legally compliant. All right. Now, number two, know when your payouts are going to be made. There are settings in your payment processors that will allow you to set when you can get paid, when you can pay out. Instant, today, tomorrow, same day, whatever. Okay. They're setting. So know when they're going to pay, pay out. So you know when to expect um, these millions you made. All right. I'm calling it. I'm claiming it for everyone, including myself. Okay. So let's talk about the last most important thing. If you have a team, your MVPs, my team are my MVPs. So make sure that they are aware of what your offers are. I can tell you from working with someone, the most important thing is not knowing what they have out here in the market and you're you're getting inquiries about this product that you knew nothing about. So brief your team, make sure they know what offers you are you're running and how it's going to impact them, right? How it's going to impact business. What should they be on the lookout for? I highly recommend doing uh, um, having an offer FAQ, okay? So having an FAQ of what people might ask for your customer support team in emails. What are they going to most typically ask? Have an FAQ so that you're not getting hit up from your team with all of these questions, right? Number two, is additional training needed based on what you're offering? Do you need to provide additional training to anyone? If you do need to provide additional training, schedule it. If it can be a group training, do a group training. If it needs to be individual trainings, do individual trainings. And this is just around the board for any updates for your business, not just for the holiday. Like with me, I shifted systems. So I had to schedule training for each of my team members to do onboarding so they can understand how to use that system, right? So make sure they're, they're trainings. Then number three, which is most important, are there workshops and conferences that the business can sponsor 
that they can go to to get additional training. All right. Because the more education they have, the better they are in their position. Right. So I just sent my assistant through the Launcher Podcast Challenge. Why? Because I have a podcast. So it can help her become more efficient with my podcast and her own because she has her own. Right. So we need to think about these things and how it's going to benefit us and them and make them better at what they're doing. So speaking of additional training, you can send your assistance through the Automate Your Business Challenge, right? We have the Automate Your Business Challenge where we're going to, you're going to spend five days with me live breaking down these things intricately on how to automate your business. And you can go to automateyourbusinesschallenge.com. You can send your assistance. I highly recommend sending assistance and team members to anything that has to do with systems processes uh, regarding your business, additional training that they need on how to manage the systems. Because we want to get to a place where our business is running itself, right? Our business should be running itself. The people who are helping us run our business should be equipped to be able to run the business without us being there. They should have the resources and the tools needed to be able to run the business without us being there. Okay. All right, that is the end of my teaching. My name is Jennifer J. I am the Premier VA. Um, I consult with business owners to ensure they're setting up the proper systems and automations in their businesses.